Good afternoon, Lake Norman. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Know the Scene. Know the Scene, your weekly dose of knowing what's going on here around the Lake Norman region and beyond and all the towns that make up this area. Uh, so what does that, what does it mean to, to have a cool scene here? What are the things, the, the places you go to eat, the places you go to drink, what, what you hang out, where do you hang out, what do you watch, what do you do? Um, with your friends, with your families, what makes it a scene as we continue to grow as a community. Um, Justin Dion, your host here uh, for Know the Scene. We're, we're settling in, settling in now in like week week five, I think we are now of the show, so starting to, starting to settle into this. We thank you all for listening. Um, if you are listening live on the radio or if you're listening on the Facebook Live or YouTube Live or any of those, you can watch as well on those, by the way. If you're, uh, if you're on, on social media and want to tune in and watch, Watch the show. You can do that. Also, if you wanna, if you wanna listen later, if you wanna listen later, you can uh, you can download on Apple Podcasts. Um, but you know you didn't want to watch live because uh, I have a uh, a new haircut, a sharp a sharp haircut. Justin Kazepis has told me um, he's trying to he's trying to stir up listeners um, with you guys. My controversial haircut. Uh, which, which, you know, I, I had my thumbs up on, but, um, but my wife did not quite give the thumbs up on. She said it was too short. So, so back, back to the drawing board on that one. That's okay. Um, but that's not what today is about everybody. Today is about something that I'm excited to talk about, um, and have guests on to talk about today. You know, you really, um, if you're enjoying the scene around Lake Norman, any of these towns, it's more than likely that especially during the summer, especially during the summer, I mean, year round, year round, of course, but especially night times like this with the weather we've been having and the nice weather that you've enjoyed one of our many, many local breweries here. And today we have some awesome guests here from Lost Worlds Brewing in Cornelius. We have Dave Ham and David Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, definitely. We're really excited to have you guys on today and just talk to us all about, you know, Lost Worlds, the story, you know, tell everyone the story. I mean, I'm sure if they're listening, they've been. I mean, you guys just hit, I mean, you hit the ground running when you guys opened up. I mean, and, and you did such a good job with establishing, obviously, not just a great um, tap room and experience, but of course, like anchored by just killer product, right? Which, which is... Which one could say is not always the case. True. You know, sometimes true. places open up with a really killer product, but maybe it's a the tap room's a little bit lacking, or maybe they really put it in that tap room and that tap room is really awesome, but you know, the product's uh, so so. Um, so personally, my personal opinion, I think you guys did a great job well, thank you. of really coming out with, with all of it at, at once. And I will say too, like cementing yourself into like the community. Right and and enhancing that scene here in in Cornelius and in the Lake Norman area in general. So so Dave, why don't we start with? So it's, by the way, everyone, you're going to hear me. I introduced them with their full names, David and David, Dave and David. But we're going to have Dave. We're going to have DG. Dave here is owner and founder. Correct. And still operator. Still operator. Yes. And you haven't moved on. You haven't moved on to full just management yet. Uh, I think to some extent I'm, I'm management, like a general manager at this point. Sure. Uh, but I'm also kind of, I, I view myself as control of the future of the company. Love it. And then we have people who are more focused on the operational aspects of the company. I love that. I love that. And then DGR, 
head brewer, right? Yeah, official title is director of brewing operations, but I'm also the head brewer too. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, gentlemen, kick us off first, just to get us going here. What and you know, and Dave, this may be you know you kicking us off. Tell me, Lost Worlds, like wh- wh- who you, where, where you came from, what was your history in the area, how long have you been in Lake Norman, and how do we get to here? Perfect. Well, um, I'm kind of a Shaw native, but I said and I moved around a lot. But I was my career really has been I've been a business consultant. Oh, but cool. Kind of a niche form of consulting that's uh, a lot of people don't know about innovation consulting. So if you took a company that's kind of in a stagnant industry and want to see how they could get breakthrough growth or how they could change the paradigm of that business model, that was my that's where I specialize. Oh, cool. So to be honest with you, I just got tired of the corporate world and uh, woke up one day and said I have to do something interesting. And I'd been a uh, home brewer, nothing like what DG does um, <laughs> on a small scale, like 15-gallon okay. batches. And uh, really enjoyed it. I've been doing that for about 20 years, did it back in the fraternity house, back in the day, all those types of things. Nice. And so when it came time, I looked at the craft beer industry, and, and there wasn't near as many breweries as there are today. Uh, we were talking about the state. There's over 400. I think when we started, there was less than 300, maybe 250. Wow. Uh, just because it's exploded in the last two, three years. But I wanted to create something different. And there was really three aspects to our model. One is I wanted to have outstanding beer. And that's because uh, you and I talked about this previously. You go to some breweries and it's hit or miss. The beers can be good. They can be bad. So that's where DG came in. You know, he's been a a brewery veteran for 30 years, kind of the grandfather of North Carolina beer. He knows how to make a good beer and has built a really solid team. Um, Second thing is we wanted to have a brand because I feel when you go into a lot of craft breweries, a lot of locations anymore, you know, it's 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 a proliferation of the you know the corner store that everything looks and feels the exact same. Sure. So, so ours is all about adventure, and we want to have like a museum like feel inside of it. Yeah. So we put things on the wall, you know, that come from all over the world. We call them taproom artifacts, and they all have a stories behind them. And the same way, you know, our beer, our taglines find your adventure, but our beers, all of them have stories. If you look at the can on the back, there's always a story on the back of the can that tells you about a historic event, historic individual, or a historic item. So, and then the third kind of tenet of ours was we wanted to build a community. And community with us starts from not only having an outstanding guest services model. I mean, we patterned it after the Marriott and Disney and that to, to really kind of have a, a best-in-class, what I feel is a best-in-class guest services model. But also to make sure that, you know, we have events that are interesting to people. So that's, you know, the yoga. It's having a run club. It's having a cycling club. It's having music bingo. It's having trivia night. It's hosting music. But it's also doing things that, you know, kind of stepping outside the brewery world, you know, we're going to host author signings or we're going to have, you know, we have markets behind our, our brewery where we bring in 50 vendors. And we have a whole day where, you know, local artisans are allowed to ply their wares. So we want to do things like that. And so one of our models internally is we're going to continue to innovate and change and evolve and Lost Worlds, you know, it's a brewery today, or, you know, I hope it's a brewery. What you just said, I'd love to hear that we hit the ground running because that was during COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. But well, have, with, with, with the 0K, by the way, I think was one of my first, one of my first big experiences there was that 0K. Absolutely. All fun, no run. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, we, and we want to have those relationships with local businesses and that, and 0K is a perfect one that we partner with Lake Norman Chamber on with. We want to have those types of relationships. We did stuff with Kane Center from yeah. the Arts, and we'll continue to do those types of things. So we're always open to new ideas. But that's where we came from. And, you know, the future is, you know, we're expanding this this year, hopefully. And and the future looks promising for us. We have a really good time, and we have a fantastic team. We all enjoy working together, and we've created what I feel is a, a best-in-class environment. Oh, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Okay, okay. There were a couple of things that we're going to come to. I don't want to give away everything everything just yet, because I want to talk about some of those things you mentioned Absolutely. about future plans and everything. 
But uh, but DG, what about you? Where where are you from? Where do you? How do you come to the? How'd you come to the area? Oh wow. Um. So I could probably talk about this for hours, but um. I came to the area in 99 for a brewing job. Uh, I was the head brewer at Rock Bottom Charlotte from August 99 to September oh, gosh, of 2010. Oh, I forgot about Rock Bottom. Uh, so I was there for a, a, a little over 11 years, uh, their longest tenured brewer. Uh, at one point, I was the only professional brewer within city, uh, Charlotte city limits. Um, wow. Where, yeah. Um, worked at a couple other places from there till here. Uh, let's see, alternate beverage for a little while. Um Alternate Beverage, Foothills, Noda, Rivermen, and then our paths crossed at the right time. Perfect That's time awesome. for both of us. Yeah. That's awesome. But you're from... I'm originally from Long Island, New York. From Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Out there with uh, with Brenda and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. All right. Well, well, we're going to take a break here shortly. Um, but when we come back, I want to dig more into, DG, some of your background here when you got here. Dave, I'd love to hear more about like, your consulting when you were here, too. Um, and we'll come back and talk more with the guys from Lost Worlds Brewing after the break and a tasting. A yes. tasting later. Yeah. Have awesome. To do it. All right. We'll be right back. All right. All right. All right. Know the scene. Back at you Tuesday, your weekly dose of cultural education and celebration of Lake Norman. We were talking about that earlier with, with the guys here about, about the idea that that culture word triggers some people. They just go, Oh, culture. Oh no, man, that's not for me. And I'm like, we need to reset what that means. Beer. Beer is a culture. Absolutely. Beer might be several kinds of cultures. Is there like, does beer have to go through a culturing process? Like, is that what the yeast does? It's like a culture. Am I going far? Am I going too far down the route I'll, there? I'll let the brewer answer <laughs> that question. Uh, yeah. In simplest terms, we as brewers make sugar water. And then the yeast will actually make the beer itself. Ah. In the simplest, simplest, simplest. Okay, good. Keep it simple for me. That's how Absolutely. I got I to keep it. I can trust experts like you do your job. <laughs> By the way, so, so we've got DG and Dave Hom. Apologies earlier. I butchered his last name. Uh, you're not the it first. It is not Ham. It is Hom. <laughs> It can be a ham, though. It's a So yeah, so welcome back. Uh, for those who are listening, we've got we've got two of the main the main drivers here at a Lost Worlds Brewery, owner and operator and visionary, and then our brewmaster, director of brewery operations. Was that right? Brewery operations. That's fantastic. Master. We call a lot of things. So that, <laughs> that fits. Um, we were just talking before the break, kind of just help setting, setting the stage, everyone on like how you guys got here. Dave comes from background of consulting, you know, but, but a long time home brewer, mm-hmm. long time home brewer. Correct. So passionate. And now that in the break, I learned you're, you know, German with the hum. You so can. you've got it in your blood. It's there. Right. So he's like, all right. And he's get tired of the, co- of the corporate world, ready to do the brewery thing, get involved. But his experience in the corporate world had a lot to do with setting those right kind of guidelines. I'm, I'm assuming for what you talked about with culture for the organization Absolutely. and getting going. And then oh, DG for, did I hear correctly for a while you were the only, like you were the first full-time brewmaster in Charlotte. I wasn't the first, but at one point I was the only brewer as rock bottom was the only brewery in uh, the city. And yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, so then you've really seen this all, from the inside, the like the, oh. the, the the beer scene in Charlotte and surrounding areas, how it's like blown up, right? Sure. Like you've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. So 
the the first few years I was in Charlotte from 99 to the um, early 2010s, there was only a few breweries. And then there were other breweries that opened up, and I actually left Charlotte for a few years and went up to Winston-Salem, the foothills. Yes. And I came back, and a few more breweries had opened up, and they all looked at me, and they're like, hey, you're the new guy. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I probably started professionally brewing when you were in middle school. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So so, so, so then, so wait, so you left and you come back. Yep. So then how do you get to, to Lost Worlds? Um, like I said earlier, our paths just crossed at the right time. I was looking for my next adventure and they, I'd found their name somewhere. And, well, then, and there's like, yeah, is there like a database you go to for brewers? I think like our what? accountant actually. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a, we have a specialized set of professional services that work with breweries from legal to accounts. And I think the account actually said, "Hey, uh, DG's looking for something at this point." That's that, exactly isn't that cool? How it how that works, like those professional like Absolutely. connections and networks. Oh, and sure. it's so necessary in this business because I, I mean, I've worked in for sixty companies as a consultant. I've never met an industry that was as regulated and had so many little nuances to it as the brewing industry. Does. Really, oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. Really, how is that now? Is that just? North Carolina or is no. that because we all I mean we all that any of us that have worked in the bar industry or any service industry like that we all you know talk about North Carolina's you know uh business friendly yeah well business friendly but also like in the alcohol world anything like that it's definitely definitely you know there's a lot of regulation in place yeah and right and red tape you got to cut through um but it's I mean absolutely. not it just is right it just is and I think it's the industry as well you know prohibition came and they you know when it ended they just take the same laws and says here they are and then over time you know because we're in the Bible Belt, there was restrictions put on and right, everything else. Right. And as you get to that point, you know, I don't think anyone ever really looks, goes back and looks at the Book of Laws and say, "Do these make sense? Are they contradictory or not?" Sure. So, as as our attorney says, you know, do your best to comply with what the letter of it is, but we can't follow the re- we can't follow it to the letter just because it doesn't exist. Sure. Know, anywhere really, it's not. Well, just but that's innovation, like you said earlier. Absolutely. I mean, that's innovation, right? I mean, you're always. I mean, we're we're always. You know, I mean. Society, people, humans, that's we're always growing, changing, progressing, we're learning new things. And so it's always you just gotta take that chance to look back and as the I'm assuming as the brewing industry and everything continue to grow, you gotta stop and go, ooh, ooh, this one rule here is it's kind of a little right. restricted. And and over the years there have been changes to that. So a couple of days ago was the eighteenth anniversary of what we call pop the cap. Before that, in 2004, you couldn't produce anything or sell anything higher than 6% ABV or import anything. And that changed 18 years ago um, as of a couple days ago. So now we can. You can introduce all these different styles of beer, all these different brands and all that kind of stuff. Um, And things like that changed. A couple years ago, the the Craft Freedom um, started up where we were only allowed to self-distribute up to a certain pr- right i remember number. they mm-hmm. they raised the barrel yep. limits right? right yep so that changed and it, it, there is change it's just <laughs> with bureaucracy it's slow well sure yeah yeah always yeah but it's I, always i mean yeah. just i mean so we're looking two weeks ago now in breweries we can begin to serve mixed drinks we could not what? do what yeah. august 1st effective august 1st we can get a liquor permit don't have to serve food and we can serve mixed drinks in a brewery and you have to have a membership Nope. Just no. Really? No membership required now All either. Gone. I remember it used to be like you, you had, had to have food or you had to have if a it membership. It was a private club, yeah. Yeah. That, that's gone. That's all wiped. Well, good for you. Now, the way, not, like, like full, like, I mean, full liquor, 
mixed drinks or like Absolutely. or like you know like beer mixed with liquor permit just like a bar interesting mm-hmm. that's cool i'll spice things up it will change things for sure <laughs> so like so sorry i just you, you bring that up i gotta ask so do you guys still stay beer or do you ever dip into custom spirits at some point we have to dip innovation into, we have innovation <laughs> you have to change yeah. and i mean i will never say we won't do anything um uh, obviously nothing illegal. I don't mean of course, that, of course, but, of course. But we're going to always continue to innovate, and, and I think spirits and that, and at least selling them initially, maybe eventually making them, will be part of our model. You know, that's something I'm surprised, and maybe I'm missing it, but I have not. My wife and I um, visited in um, Newton, North Carolina, a couple weeks ago, Warehouse Distillery. Um, and and, and I, it was our first time going to, you know, a, dis, a distillery, and I was like, I'm surprised Lake Norman doesn't have one of these yet. What Unless there's one coming that I missed. Or yeah, I'm missing Myrto. Somewhere. Myrto Distillery. Where is that? Here. Why am I missing that? It's Huntersville, Huntersville, Mooresville. Yeah, Myrto has two locations. Oh, I got to go check that yeah. out. Yeah. I've missed that completely then. <laughs> they make All right, some fantastic. See? There you go. Know there the scene, go. guys. Yeah. I got to right. know the scene. Where? So, uh, Wow, that's cool. Well, that's cool to hear all that. I love that. So um, continuing on through this, so you guys meet through uh, So, So I'm guessing, Dave, that you, you – as you mentioned, you you loved brewing, home brewer, decide to make the change. Um, and what? So so you're going through, you're contacting an attorney, you're you're getting your ducks in a row, and you're like, ooh, I need to make sure I have a master brewer, right? Absolutely. Um, and then that connects you to DG. Right. Did you like interview a bunch of people for this or did you meet DG and you're like, no, this is the guy? Um, to be honest with you, I had talked to a number of different people about hiring a brewer and I met DG and what I really wanted is someone who could understand because I believe culture is just imperative to a company. I wanted to have someone who could embrace the culture, who could understand what I wanted to do, because I didn't want to create a brewery where we have 12 IPAs and three other beers. I wanted to do a mixture of styles. So I had to find someone who was philosophically on the same page. And we went and had lunch on uh, March 17th. St. Patrick's Day. And uh, nice. so that's, our, that's our bro anniversary now. <laughs> and uh, from then on out, you know, I think we just started working together. It just became very natural for us to talk about stuff, and I bounce ideas off him. And over that process of kind of doing it, got to know DG, understand his perspective, and it just was match made in heaven. And our our philosophies line up. A lot of us just lined up, and we deal with each other really well. We we just we bounce off each other, and it works well. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And has since day one. So so, so yeah. when you're so when you're coming together and you're starting like the you know the idea of developing a a. a brewery right a bit this business this this idea I, I understand that too right like you're building something from the ground up right Absolutely. and the one established culture and everything did you guys and you mentioned the uh not wanting to have all ipas and a couple others so obviously you had some thoughts and opinions how did you develop i mean did you develop like a like a flavor profile like as an that's your culture that would you say that lost worlds has a flavor profile within your yeah, beers that you tend so, to like to steer towards. So when Dave and I met, one of the second or third meeting in, we decided what our portfolio was going to be. There you go, portfolio. And we wanted word. it to be diverse because we know people are diverse. Everyone has different tastes sure. and, and that. So we knew we wanted to make a lighter beer. We knew we wanted to make a darker beer. We knew we had to make a hoppy beer and a, a, a tart beer and stuff like that. But we wanted to be diverse in that. Um, another thing for us is drinkability and sessionability. Meaning that we, we, we don't want to overpower you with different flavors, with higher ABV beers, a lot of them, where you could drink one, you could drink two, you could drink three. You just sit there and you, you're in You're not going to get tanked. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah, well, just to be real. Yeah. You can. Well, I mean, you can you, if you yeah, want to go that exactly. route. The option is there. <laughs> exactly. But part of our, <laughs> part of our branding is our, our tap room. And with that, you'd be in our tap room and you'd be talking to other 
uh, guests. We call them guests, not customers. Yeah. They're our guests. And you look at an artifact on the wall, and you start talking about it, or a trip maybe you're, you, you've taken or took, and you sit there and you have a couple beers over it. Love that. And that's the whole. Yeah, that's it. I love that, man. I mean, I, hey, from a from a from a you know a, from a guest perspective, like I've def- again, like I'd say you definitely hit that. Like from the times I've done, and and full disclosure is the first, and I and I'm I I'm a guest at y'all's brewery, but I've this I mean I've like met you once or twice, Absolutely. but like we haven't like ever like seriously sat down like around a table with some microphones we, and talk. we should do that, um, but we should we should we should, but that was. So that, but yeah, so, so non-biased, like, I mean, I, you guys, you know, 100%, I think have, have accomplished that, well, thank you. that goal, which I think is, is awesome. Um, I really like, I will tell you something I learned today that I like too is, and I knew you guys had the story stuff, but I haven't paid attention to the fact, like you said, on the back of these cans, there's a story with all of them, you know, um, fun question I had while you were telling me. So is there a favorite artifact that each of you have that's in the current, that's in the brewery right now? I do have one. Uh, we have, uh, we're partnered with an archaeological organization called Afar. Oh, wow. And we've been excavating a castle in Spain outside Madrid. It's called uh, Zorita. And we have a picture of Zorita. And I took a trip to do some uh, uh, GPR there this past February. And as a result, we have a picture of Zorita on the wall. So that has to be my fair because Zorita is my place. That's cool. I don't know if I have one favorite per se. I, I like them all because I like the beers. And I like the stories behind them. Um, yeah, I don't think I have one. Okay, so. well, we got time during the break. You can think, and we'll quiz you when we get back. If you are listening and you have a favorite artifact at Lost Worlds, why don't you give us a call? Give us a call in and uh, and let us know, all right? We'll be back with Know the Scene in just a few. The new WSIC. Justin Dion here with Know the Scene. Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in or for listening later if you're listening later if you're listening from the future um thank you for for tuning in and listening as we continue to highlight um the people and businesses and artists and folks that that make the scene speaking of that i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna call it you guys are artists yeah you guys are artists man him one me but yes sure but you're that's an artist man building flavor profiles and it, you know what I mean? Like create you're creating. You guys create stuff. It's it's, it's it's brewing as half science, half art. There yeah. see? There you go. It's my mission. It's my <laughs> mission. I'm telling you, man, the whole time we were like de- developing Kane Center, like folks would be like, Man, I mean it sounds like a cool idea and all, but I just don't get into art. And I'm like, I don't everyone is. I feel just like you're realize. missing that. Yeah, yeah, you just exactly. don't realize. So like that's one of my things. I love it. No, you're absolutely right, man. I, you you are, man. You're an artist. You're totally both of you guys are artists. Cause like you, um, Dave, you've been talking about how you consider the organization and creativity around the culture of the organization. Right. How the cans tell a story. Absolutely. I mean, the being in the in the room and having these artifacts. I mean, that's an art, man. That's right. creating a cultural experience for people that come in. Like, so you guys, you guys are artists. But it's fun. It doesn't feel like work when you when you treat it like that. Well, that's right. Exactly. That's right. But um, well, awesome. Well, well, so, all right. So DG was talking about flavor profiles, kind of like the mission. And then during the break, I want to talk about this real quick, and then maybe we'll try a couple beers. Um, you know, one of the things I want to ask about is obviously, of course, like you mentioned early on in the, in the show, and we were talking to, you know, gosh, this brewery scene in, in North Carolina, I mean, United States overall, yes, but North Carolina especially is just, man, it's popped. And, and I still think it's fun for me. Like I know some, one of the jokes in Charlotte is like, oh, that's all we need is another brewery. Yeah, exactly. But like, but I think it's fun too, as a consumer myself, like I think it's fun. I like it because to your point, Dave, again, and speaking to 
to y'all success is to me, the local breweries I go into that I really enjoy going into, it's not just going to have a beer. It's going to go to that place. Like there's a vibe, there's an energy of that place that I enjoy. It's almost like what the bar used to be. Absolutely. Nothing against bars too. Just (laughs) that I'm in my thirties now. I don't go to the bar as much. So I go to brewery. Um, but, but so talk to me about like what the scene is like, let's go, let's go more like, you know, macro right now with like the state and, and, and the region. What's it like? Like with, with all the breweries out there, what do you guys, I mean, you guys, we were just talking to the break. You guys collab with my boy Andy over yeah. there at New Serum in Salisbury. Yeah. That's my hometown brewery. Yeah. Right. Like, what is that like for you guys? How, how's it going? It's, it's a, a it's, it's okay. It's a safe space. <laughs> it's competitive, <laughs> but it's a friendly competition for the, yeah. for the most part. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But we, we as, as brewers, we talk to each other all the time. Um, we reach out to each other if we need assistance with something. Hey, I got a question about this, or do you have a, this product I could borrow until my next shipment comes in? Oh, that's cool. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, or even collabs, like you talked about. Um, we just did two with uh, Andy from New Serum. So, tell me real quick, like, what is a collab? So, I've heard this, right? I see this, and sure, some of us do too. Like, we see these collab yeah. sessions. What What is that like? Like, what's that process like? So, basically, we'll sit down and we will decide. All right, a what style of beer we want to do, and then one of us will come up with a recipe or part of a recipe, and we'll just bounce it back from each other back and forth and said we're gonna oh i like this but why don't we change this and these are the reasons why okay well now let's go back to that oh i kind of like this but let's move this and then we normally brew it at one of our places um and we share the 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 recipe itself i mean not the recipe the the beer itself that's awesome Um, so if we brewed at our place like uh we just did our war door cold ipa that we brewed with new serum andy came and spent the day with us and he dug right in he had the mash paddle he was digging out grain he was (laughs) adding hops he loved it awesome um which is awesome. I, we did the same thing we went to his. So we did that, and since we produced it, it's our product. We nice. did sell him some, so he's out of, he has it on tap at his uh, at their tap room there. And then, what, two weeks ago, uh, we went to his place and brewed a beer. Oh, we, so it's like a trade-off like that. Yeah, it was. That's cool. It's a home and away. It was a home and away. Oh, we, that's we, cool. That's cool. Yeah, we've done that a couple times. Um, we did one with a, a Mad Mole in Wilmington where they came. We went to them first. We brewed a batch of beer. Then they came to us a month later. We brewed the same exact batch of beer with the same ingredients, everything, to see the, the differences and all that kind of stuff and the similarities. They that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's great. So so do you guys, So in general, I mean, loaded loaded question, I guess, but but how do you guys feel about you know the continued, you know, new breweries opening up you know is it the more the merrier is it the right is it i don't know we're getting tight in the market like what are your thoughts about all that it's good it's bad i think one thing is the market has changed a lot it used to be you build it and they come so when you have the older breweries in charlotte when they opened up they were a brewery they were the only one around so people came and i think some of the people are getting in the industry now have that same perception that's how it's going to be it's not that way anymore I mean, we have seven breweries and counting in Huntersville and Cornelius alone. And I think that the industry is changing is some of those people love beer and they're very passionate about it. Others just got, they think of it as a business. You know, they hired a brewer. They've never brewed before. They don't know anything about it. And, and I, they can all be successful. They can all create a great product, but it, it's, you don't have to do the legwork like you used to have to. You know, you take the Porter's Five Forces. There was a huge barrier to entry in this industry. You had to find someone who was essentially a welder to help you make your tanks. That's gone. You can just spend money and do all those things anymore. So uh, that's the concern I have for the industry is when you get people in this who don't have the passion for great beer and and don't have the conversations and and the processes and the experimentation like, like 
good brewers do. They're putting out a product that's sometimes inferior, and, and I hate they're taking shortcuts. You know, sure. it's like making a cake. Yeah, you can buy that cake off the off the shelf in the grocery store, but it's better if you make it homemade. And and craft brew has always been about homemade stuff. I think right, right. The, the intent to go to I'll buy it off the shelf and I'll just get DME and 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 not really even have grain in my brewery that concerns me. And that's do you guys I, use local grain by the way? Sorry, like. On occasion, but not. Yeah, it's tough. To, or, I'm much. sorry. When I say local, I don't know uh, from a from North Carolina. Yeah, is yeah. it from North Carolina? Is it from the southeast? You don't like, have the diversity where we can use just North Carolina. That yeah. makes well, that makes sense. Depending on the kind of beer you want to brew, sure. And we brew diverse beers. Exactly. Right. Stuff exactly. Like this, like this Oktoberfest beer <laughs> that they brought in to taste. We're gonna do a little. The first is this the first, Bill? <laughs> yes, you guys are the first. We're breaking. We're we're making making records. Can I open this? Sure thing. Hang on, I have to make sure to. Oh, oh. there you go. Now we got to open. There the second we one. go. Let's do that one. Do this one. There sure. went the first one. All right. All right. So. You want to talk about that a little bit, DJ? Yeah, tell us about this Oktoberfest. Lost Rose Brewing Oktoberfest Lager. So most of our beers have a name behind it, like our our Euchre Golden Ale or Vista uh, IPA. This one, we decided we just wanted to call Oktoberfest, just to highlight the beer itself. Mm. Um, Oktoberfest is a style that originated in Germany um, many years ago. It was brewed in March. Or you, could, you could call it a Märzen in German, which means March in German. And it was brewed in the, in the springtime, aged in caves where it was cold because it was prior to refrigeration. And then they brought it out for the wedding of um, Prince Ludwig and... Uh, Princess, Princess Therese. Therese. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> yeah, I can read the back friend. of the can. You've got the story on the back of the can. <laughs> yeah. so, that's right. And that's where Oktoberfest came from. It was a party that lasted days and days and days, and now they continue that tradition in Munich. Um, and as American brewers, we wanted to do it too. So there's different types of Oktoberfest. Is the Merzen style, which is more of an amber style, and that's more of this. The, what this is was a fest beer style, which is a little bit lighter. We decided to go a traditional Merzen style, amberish in color, has a, a little bit of a hop note to it, um, and a malty. It's a malty. Yeah, beer. I got the malt. You, yeah, you, you get the, the breadiness of the malt and, and stuff like that. It's and the hops German. subtle. It's a very the subtle hops are hop subtle. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, it should it, be smooth. You just agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's very very smooth. Definitely. When is, is this one on sale now? Has it this is. been dropped? This has been dropped. It is. So Oktoberfest Oktoberfest really starts September sixteenth, and we have Bill's coming in for some. Bill, get some get some Oktoberfest. Uh, Oktoberfest starts September 16th, and it goes go. for about yeah. a month. It's not really Oktoberfest per se. Um, the one thing about this beer is, you know, it, it, because the stores want it so early, we put it out much more. Right. Uh, much earlier than we anticipated. It's so like this, Lowe's and Christmas. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Oktoberfest in May. The right. boss is gone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Justin's gone. So uh, it came out August 1st. And uh, but uh, we we booted enough for this year that we'll be able to make it through all of our October festivals. Yeah. And by the way, I'm assuming well, one you can of course buy this now at Lost Worlds. You yes, can you also can. purchase it. As we said, you guys are on, in Lowe's Foods and you're in Total Wine. Yes. Which go to that new Total Wine in Cornelius, the new store. By the way, if if you guys are listening and have not been, wow. I mean, That's huge, awesome. huge. Yes. Talk about you. You guys talking about the North Carolina breweries? They have like. Two aisles, I think it is, yep, almost dedicated North Carolina breweries, oh, which huge. is cool to see. I love what they've done there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you guys also, and well, first, just come and buy some. Second, on September 16th, they can come to an Oktoberfest at the brewery. Like festival. In our beer garden, yes. At your beer garden there. Hulk and Bay then and the whole works. And if you missed 
September 16th. You can come back on October 14th. October 14th, and we'll have uh, cast beer at both those. Uh, what Mayor Woody's going to kick us off on the 14th with the tapping of a keg. All right. Are you going to have some so, oompa bands? We got it. Some both oompa times. bands. Are we doing oh, yeah. a? Are we doing the competition? The holding. We're doing the whole thing. I took second place in that last year at a, <laughs> at a place. Not at your place. At a different party I was oh, at. So, like, I, I know. I feel like year. I need to come to y'all's come place on. and like compete. <laughs> do my do my 16 ounce curls. But before all that, on September 10th, you could probably get some at your harvest market, right? Absolutely. Now, what is that harvest market? Is that just like a fall fest kind of thing? or A little bit like that. So what we do is we take our back parking lot. This originated during COVID when all these small artisans didn't have places to sell their stuff. And so we open up our back parking lot, and we have, we'll have about 50 vendors, live music, food trucks, the works, but really to give them a chance to, to sell whatever they want. So it'll be a well-attended event, but we'll have Oktoberfest there, and I think... Uh, all of our other beers as well. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're going to have to uh, take another break here. Um, but coming back, we got one more uh, chance to talk to the guys here from Lost Worlds Brewing. We're going to find out what's in the future. A little expansion opportunities, maybe some other things. Tune back in. Make sure you don't leave us. Know the scene. Coming back. Get that out now. <laughs> turn, into the, turn into the Barney. Barney from... Simpsons, if we're not careful. Welcome back, everybody. You can tell we've we've gotten into the beer. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We've opened one. We've opened one. Gosh. Look out for us here at Know the Scene. We're your renegade, your renegade hour. On a Tuesday afternoon, if you need a little bit of a of a cut loose, tune in, WSIC. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Here with the guys, um, Dave and DG from Lost Worlds Brewing. Really had a great time chatting with them about you know, how they got the Lost Worlds, where it got built, where it is. You know, now I want to talk uh, again a little bit about about kind of where you guys are headed, right? So, and and we talked a little bit about the scene here, but but I love to branch out. So before we get into literally where Lost Worlds is, is going, which I do want to talk about, um, first of all, again, thank you for bringing this beer to taste. We have, we opened the Oktoberfest. We may need to open up the, uh, what, now this is one of your anchors is the Euchre, right? Absolutely. The Euchre. So we might need to try the Euchre too. So we, we, we can at least say we tried two, <laughs> two beers. Um, oh, I'm going to twist it because, oh, look at that. Look at, if you're tuning in online right now, you're getting a great shot of the two beers, um, right there that you can see. Thanks, Bill, for that zoom. It's like extreme close up from Wayne's world. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so so you know, before we talk about where you guys are going, tell me about just in general, like the Lake Norman scene. How are you guys feeling as you know, as business owner, you know, as as a major operator of the business as well? You know, how are you guys feeling about the Lake Norman scene, right, and the towns beyond, right? So so with your business here, like you said, with obviously other competition continuing to come, not bad competition as you mentioned, just yeah. you know, healthy, I guess. You know, do you do you do you feel good about where the 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 area is going? Like the continued kind of you know blend and growth as a business here, like with your beer, how do you feel? Actually, pretty good. I mean, we're lucky with a couple things. Is we have uh, a very supportive town, uh, Mayor Woody, the commissioner, has always been fantastic to us. So that's been very positive, and and the partnerships with local businesses is phenomenal. Like Choplin's, uh, they provide the menu for our our brewery. You yeah, know, because we don't, right. I don't want to get into food. That's not my niche. Mm-hmm. And, and Wes has been a great partner for doing that. And then Marcos and the Thai House are also our partners as well. So that, that partnership's phenomenal. In terms of the area, I think, though, we just have to keep innovating because it's exploding. And, I mean, our competition isn't necessarily always other breweries. It's where people want to go and hang out. True. Uh, Burkdale Village is exploding with all the things they've doing with the new owner. And then there's always stuff popping up here and there that, you know, 
uh, we're aware of them and, and, and cognizant of what's going on. But it, it comes back to our team. At the end of the day, we have to continue to innovate. And that comes from internally in our culture and building the idea where we pop out ideas and share them. So we have a lot of new things that we're excited about yeah. uh, over the next couple of years. And we're going to try some different things that people wouldn't really associate with breweries normally. That's cool. I love that. So so, so as you mentioned, so as you are trying new things, what kind of things are on the horizon for you guys that, that you're willing to willing and able to share here on uh, on the show? Well, outside of innovation, our product, because we have some new different types of beers we're going to push out yeah. that maybe are, are kind of new, and I can let TG speak to some of those. But um, we're also looking at evolving from becoming a brewery that has a nice place to hang out to becoming an entertainment company. And, and that entails what can we do to pull people out and help them find their adventure. So uh, we've kicked off something, and it's in its infancy, but we call it Lost World's Adventures. And that's really taking our experience outside the tap room. And that can be anything from... We do a beer school in the brewery that, that DG hosts. It's the only one in the area. That oh, that's can, cool. Yep. First Saturday of every month, we have beer school, and we're going to uh, offer additional courses, but then also take that off-site. Is that so, to like learn how to brew beer or learn just about beer uh, or everything? A, a little bit of each. It's it's the brewing process, the ingredients. We call it Beer School 101. It's just it's an elementary class where you learn the brewing process, you learn the ingredients, um, you taste different beers throughout it, and I go over flavor profiles of each of the beers. Awesome. And at the end, we tour the brewery so that you can actually see what you just learned over the past couple hours. And like you said, we're going we're gonna to advance that to different levels and such. Oh, so is that, and is that like in like a four-week session or six-week session or something, then they sign up at a certain time, or does it just drop in? It's the first Saturday of every month. You yep. sign up on our website, okay. lostworldsbeer.com, yeah. and then it goes right to DG. He has your class, and we have a you know, complete curated for, for your day. When I did come. not even know. That's awesome. So yeah, guys, you want to learn about beer, lostworldsbeer.com. Yep. Sign up for that first Saturday. Yeah, every, every month, month. And, and take a little beer class. Yep. Absolutely. Um, what else? What else you guys got going on? Um, and the adventures thing. The adventures, we're looking to explore stuff. And I mean, this is still in Simmonsy, but you know, can we take you and you want to go on and be in our hiking club? And we'll take you somewhere, take you on a bus, have some beers, do a tasting on the way. That's the, cool. And, after. and you know, we've also, we have partners in archaeology organizations. So we had uh, in Ju- late July, we really had our first trip that went to Belize. Wow. Um, sold out long before we could even advertise. It just went that quickly. But That's you awesome. Know, that's the nice thing is we have great relationships with archaeologists and historians around the world. And they buy some of the, inform- some of the items that you see in our tap room. So it's, it's great to have those partnerships. And we're going to continue to leverage them. We have also have uh, an author series that we kicked off this year. Oh, cool. Um, we've hosted two authors in the last couple months, and uh, uh, Dave Fleming, um, who's your founding father, his book came out this year, and you can get that at Barnes and Noble. But we that was about the Mech Deck, and you know we did a beer yeah. on that. Uh, you did do that. Yeah, that was we a cool. Beer, I yeah. thought that was a really like creative idea. Yeah, like and, the Mech Deck. That was really creative. And we want to do bus tours with it, so we're looking at doing a bus tour with that now that you could come, and you know Dave will actually help walk you through Charlotte, the history of Charlotte, and the Mech Deck, and we'll do our tasting of beers on the, on the bus awesome. at the same yeah. time. So yeah, all those things that we can do that can get people outside and allow them to experience the world. That that's what excites us. Now, did I hear a rumor, read a rumor that there may be new locations coming? There is a new location coming. I can confirm that. Oh, <laughs> all right. You heard it. You heard it here, folks. Breaking news. Breaking news. What What are you are you able to share any of that? I can. Uh, we're actually going to the Metropolitan, just south of Charlotte, and uh, the location is appealing to us. They have a new landlord that took over that Northwoods, and they really kind of want to activate that area. So they're really working with us, and they came after us. 
Oh, um, wow. Yeah. There's a greenway that runs right down to the Sheer Creek Greenway, and our location is going to back up right to that. So you can literally walk off the trail into the brewery and off the brewery and see the trail. So wow. we love that aspect of it because we look at additional locations. One of the things, you know, we want to be entertainers, and we want to have places where people want to go and, and have an experience. That's perfect for us. Off the Greenway and being able to go all the way up to Davidson or Mooresville, right. all the way down to South Carolina and hop on a bike and stop in Midway and get a beer. That's perfect to us. That's awesome. So super excited about that opportunity. So what kind of, I mean, how, are you early in the process? Or do you have a timeline? Do you? Yeah, on construction's underway. So we're looking at oh, wow. the end of this year, January of next year. My goal is to have January or February would be the date I would target. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Congrats. Thank you. That's Thank you. really cool. We're super excited about yeah. it. Wow. So. Wow. And, and, and still same, I mean, you know, same culture, same, same guy. I've got to make sure you keep that, that same, that same energy that you guys have with this down there. All Lost Worlds will have the same general look and feel to them, but they'll be specific to the location. So this one up here is just kind of our general, but uh, downtown will be a little bit more about Charlotte history, the history of flight, those types of things. That's awesome. From North Carolina. But if you ever built one in, you know, off the Outer Banks would be about, you know, shipwrecks or something like that. So yeah. oh, it'll cool. always be Lost Worlds, but have a different little take to it. I like that. I like that a lot. That's really exciting, guys. That's I love that. What else? So, so again, just, just want to make sure I remind everyone of, of some important dates you guys have. Uh, remember, September 10th um, is the Harvest Market. September 16th, we have Oktoberfest. And then more on October, more Oktoberfest, again, on October 14th. Uh, they're in Cornelius uh, at, the, at the location there. Make sure you go check them out. Um, Beer classes. Yep. First Saturday every month. Yep. Um, one until about two thirty or so. Okay, and the so one one to two thirty in the yep. afternoon. Lost Worlds Lost Worlds Brewing dot com. Yes. Lost, Lost Worlds Beer dot com. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lost Worlds Beer dot com. I, I said yes too quick. Um, <laughs> um, Enterprise Blonde Ale. Yeah. Real quick, with some of the time we have left, tell me the story behind Enterprise Blonde Ale. Well, Enterprise came about as I, I wrote a book a number of years ago and got some media contacts. Wait, you're like, an author too? I'm an author too. What? Yeah, we don't have enough time. <laughs> See, you're an artist. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did, did a book tour, and during the book tour, um, I met some people in the media and thing, and so I always wanted to do something like, I thought there could be some partnerships out there we couldn't take advantage of. And uh, Paramount Viacom got in touch with them, and they loved the idea. And uh, so we created the Enterprise Blondale. So this is officially, because I almost wondered, like, how did you, because this... Is it's official. The inter- like, we have this a deal is... with Paramount, Viacom, and the Ronberry family actually as well had to sign off on it. That is so cool. Yeah. So this is like super exclusive. It's super. Yes, we're. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. If like you, you want are the Enterprise, it. if you want a beer with the Enterprise on it, you have to go to Lost Worlds. Yeah. That is awesome, man. Yeah. That is so cool. Um. So so awesome. Well, thank you guys again. Um. For uh for coming on today, really excited about where you guys are headed. Well, thank you. I think it's yeah. awesome. Any any final kind of things you'd like to make sure people know about about your journey, about your brewery? You know, it's it's microphone's yours. I, I think the only thing I would say is, you know, we we are very excited about the future of our company, and we really love to meet the 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 rewarding part to me about this business is the people that come into our tap room exactly. and we get to meet so many people and we get to share beer and share stories with them. So uh, we want to be that place you can come and you feel comfortable just hanging out, talking to people, meeting strangers and that, because that's what we do. When we have our free time, we sit in our tap room and just talk to people and get to know people. Yep. And, and I love that about the industry. I agree. And that's, and I, I, that's been my experience there, there too, as I mentioned, like when I come, when I come, I love this, you know, it's interesting. One time I was, um, I had been working late, um, and I was just like, it was one of those days I've worked late and I was like, man, I, I, I just want to go to a beer and like, and I kind of wanted to like run into somebody like, you know, like when it's like, 
It's fun to talk to I, people. I want to run yeah. into somebody. And I was like, I'm going to go to Lost Worlds. Because one, I know it's a cool vibe. And two, I'm almost positive there's a good chance I'm going to run into somebody, you know, like that <laughs> I know there. Yeah. Um, and I did, you know, and it was great. And there's a food truck that night. Um, that was awesome as well. Um, another piece that I think, and this is like random and picky, but 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 I want to uh, applaud you guys on with your experience, is the fact that you have your, your you know, your, I don't know what, I'm sure you guys have a branded name for it or something, but like your, your bartenders will... Adventure guides. There you go. Okay, I was like, I know you have something. Your adventure guides literally will walk to the tables, right? And ask mm-hmm. you, yeah. like, can I grab you another one? And like, and just run your card from there if you need to. Like, you don't have to get up and walk to, which is like, I'm sorry, this is I'm being lazy, but it's just, it's Interrupts nice. It's a difference. Yes. It is a difference. It is a complete difference to just like services. have them walk around yeah. and say that and that they can scan it with the things. And it's crazy. But, but again, well, thank you guys again so much, DG, Dave. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for being our first brewery. Thanks for being our first tasting. Thanks for having us. If you're listening and you know, go get yourself some Lost Worlds, guys. Uh, Support your local businesses. Support your local artists, brewmaster (laughs) artists, business artists. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. Kanan Cox coming next week. First live performance is going to be here. Tune in. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Know the Scene.